Welcome to the Dasco. Reverend Randy Impact's anointed teaching ministry. This message is selected from the vast teaching archives of Reverend Randy Impact. As you listen, may you be blessed and imparted with divine wisdom. And now, today's teaching. Thank you, Lord Jesus. First Chronicles 29, verses 1. King James Version. Beautiful. All right. The Bible says, Furthermore, David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon my son, whom alone God has chosen, is yet young. Hallelujah. David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon my son, whom alone God has chosen, is yet young and tender. Young and tender. And the work is great. Amen. David is saying that when it comes to how God chooses people for his work, he considers the young and the tender. But he does not reduce the workload. You see, if you are young and tender, you are the one that the Lord has chosen. There was this misconception about the work of God that the work of God is supposed to be for old people, bearded people. You see, in orthodoxy, when you enter a church, the leaders, they are old. So it created a misconception. But that's not the Bible selection for people for the work of the Lord. So David is revealing something here. He's saying that furthermore, David, the king, said unto all the congregation, everybody, Solomon, my son, whom also God has chosen. So it was God that chose Solomon, the son of David. And David admits that the choice of God is yet young. So it is an operation of God. That's how God operates. God likes to choose young people. Yes. It is the nature of God. Young people are his best, his best option. David was there, but God chose his son. He said, whom alone, did you see that? Whom alone? Now, remember, there was a time that David alone was also chosen. And the time David was chosen, David was young. Saul was old. Saul was rejected. David was chosen. So, there is a trend with God. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah that God appeared to Jeremiah and said to him, 
before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. Now Jeremiah is stretching the whole concept. That God loves young people so much that he will even choose the youngest of the youngest. That's the ones in the womb. He likes the ones in the womb. The ones that are yet to be formed. He said, before you were formed, I knew you. That means God developed a relationship with an unborn creature. And I ordained you. You see that? So, God is interested in young people. He said, God has chosen and he's yet young and tender. So, Solomon is young and tender. Young and tender. And the work is great. So, when God chooses us, we must understand that he chooses young people, but he gives them great work. He does not give them small work or young work or tender work. Some people also say that, well, now I cannot do certain things in the ministry. So, when I get to a certain level, you see, this is the time that God wants you to do great work. Great work is for young people. Great work. He said the work is great. Say, I'll do great work. Say, I'll do a great work for God. Say, I'll do a great work for God. So, young people are not supposed to excuse themselves from the work of God. And young people are expected to do great work. So that by the time young people are looking at the work of God, they should not look at it based on their capacity, their tenderness, and their age. They should look at it based on God's expectation. That so far as you are young, you are God's hope for mighty works. Many young people see themselves as, oh, um, when I grow old, I will do something big. But the word of God says, something big must be done when you are young. So you must now then begin to envision, what great thing can I do now before I grow old? What great giving can I give now before I grow old? Young people are doing great things. He said, my son, who God has chosen, is yet young and tender. And the work is great. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. I was at camp. I mean, from here, I'll go back to Anakazo. I'm going to be there till maybe Monday or so. Um, but the Legon people are done, so they will go. GIJ people will come. Um, but I was telling them that when I was on campus, you see, if I look back, I, I don't have any regrets. You see, I don't have regrets because I knew this early. 
the older I get, you see, the less I can do for God. You see, the less I can do for God. Time is running out. Time is what? Running out. Many people have grown, but they can't say much about what they've done for God. <laughs> they can't say much. They are growing. So I was sharing with them that I had an opportunity 13 years ago to serve the Lord in a campus ministry. 13 years ago. And I said, if time, if we are supposed to turn the hand of time, there's nothing that I will go back to say, oh, after 13 years, if I go back, I will do something more. There's nothing I can do again. Everything I was supposed to do and more, I did it. If I look back, I don't have regret. And if I'm given a, an, another chance, I can't add an inch to what I did. I would most likely do the same thing I did. You see? Yeah. And I was telling them, 13 years ago, getting money, you see, to go for lectures, trotro from um, Kote to campus, should be about how much? Maybe one CD or something. One CD or two CDs. <laughs> was a problem. To go and learn, to go and lecture, it was, it was a problem. But while in that situation, I vowed that I will build the house of God. In that same situation, I bought the first keyboard for the ministry. The first keyboard of the ministry. The first set of chairs. The first set of drums, right? Yeah, first set of drums. When I didn't, I don't have money to go for lecture. I was very young. But I said to myself, you see, I'm not going to be young. You see, we, we don't get young forward. We get young. We get old forward. We get young backwards. So though I am limited by resources, I'm still expected to do something. My track record as a young person should not be taken away from me, oh God. Whatever it takes, I must have a certain record. When I was young, I did this. I told them that I grew a fellowship from 20 people to 100 people. 20 people to 100 people. I registered the fellowship on campus. I remember when they actually made a declaration that the churches are too much on campus, so they will not allow anybody. They made a public declaration. It's over. Everybody join somebody. And I said, no, we are not joining anybody. When you are struggling to get money to go for lectures, is that not what you are supposed to be thinking about? That was not my problem. My problem was that I need to build the house of God. Those were times I used to send mommy. Mommy will go to the chaplain. You'll be talking with the chaplain. Oh, allow us. Oh, we are different. Oh, this. Yes. Yeah. We had a plan. Until the man had a soft heart. And one day, he said, you, only you people, you can have the chance. 
He says, the work is great. The work is great. For the palace is not for man, but for the Lord. For the Lord God. This church is not for man, but it's for the Lord God. Yes. Verses 2. He said, now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God. I have prepared with all my might. Another translation says, I have set my affection on the house of the Lord my God. So when we're on campus, some people, some people, eh, the only mood, is it, the, the, the thing that really moved them is when a certain boy told them that it's over between us. You can see that this girl is, is, is her whole life is that her whole, her whole world has come to an end. Because the affection has been set on something else. It's a consciousness. He said, I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God. I have prepared with all my might. That's what David is saying. I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God. Not for my dreams, not for my ambition, not for the things I want to attain, but I have prepared with all my might. Not for my wife. I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God. He says the gold for things to be made of gold. And the silver for things of silver. And the brass for things of brass. And the iron for things of iron. And wood for things of wood. Onyx stones and stones to be set. Glistering stones and of diverse colors. And all manner of precious stones and marble stones in abundance. One person, verses 3. Okay, this is it. He said, Moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God. See, that's what makes the difference. Where you set your affection. How can one man give gold? One man give onyx? One man give marble? One man. Meanwhile, when he started the scripture, he spoke to the congregation. Spoke to the congregation. We are in a season where young people are expected to rise and do great things for God. Not, not for their nation or their continental, for God. And we are that group of young people. Yes. We are that group of young people. He said, moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God, over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. There's a certain type of giving called over and above. Hey, over and above. <laughs> Proper good of gold and silver. I have given to the house of my God over and above. That's somebody's testimony. 
over and above. Giving to the dimension of over and above. May God give you grace. Yes, may God give it. He said, all that I have prepared for the holy house. Verses 4. Even 3,000 talents of gold. This is how much some people love God. This is how much some people love God. Love is defined in giving. Love is defined in giving. It says, of the gold of Ophir and 7,000 talents of refined silver to overlay the walls of the houses. Verses 5. The gold of things of gold and the silver of things of silver and for all manner of work to be made by the hands of artificers. And who then is willing to consecrate this service this day unto the Lord? Verses 6. Then the chief of the fathers and princes of the tribes of Israel and the captains of thousands and of hundreds with the rulers of the king's work offered willingly and gave for the service of the house of God of gold 5,000 talent, 10,000 drums, and of silver 10,000 talent, and of brass 18,000 talent, and 100,000 talent of iron. <laughs> and they with whom precious stones were found gave them to the treasure of the house of the Lord by the hand of Jehiel the Geshonite. Then the people rejoiced for that they offered willingly because with, with perfect heart they offered willingly to the Lord. And David the king also rejoiced with great joy. Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Praise the Lord. We have entered a zone where God is calling people to set their affection on the things of God. And not any ordinary people, but young people. Don't hold back. Okay? Don't hold back. This is the only time you have to be young. And there will be a day where it will be required of you. When you were young, what did you do for God? Furthermore, David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon, my son, whom alone God has chosen, is yet young and tender, and the work is great. If you are here and you are young and tender, God expects great work from you, great giving, great sacrifice, great time of prayer, great time of fasting. Oh boy. Great time of word study. This is the season. Young and tender people do great things. In the world, young and tender people, they do small things. But in the kingdom, young and tender people do mighty things. It's your season. Hallelujah. It's your season. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1. The Bible says, Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Before the days of trouble come and the years approach 
when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Because God knows that when you are young, it is easy to forget your creator. When you are young, you don't have time for God. You have time for parties. You have time for all kind of things. But the best time to serve God is now. The best time to be a pastor is now. Pastor is not for old people. It's for young people. The best time to be an apostle is now. Yes. You see, my greatest joy, and I know this is God's greatest joy, is to see people enter the ministry. Young people. If I had my own way, everybody is, is entering the ministry. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. If I had my own way. Everybody is doing the ministry. Young lady pastors serving the Lord. Doing mighty things for great things for God. Those who are doing lay ministry are doing lay ministry. They are doing businesses and yet they are pastoring churches. Why? They have set their affection on the house of God. Of God. They are not going to grow, look back and say, oh, this is all there is to my life. It's too ordinary. This is all there is to my life. What did you do? Well, normal, normal. Normal, normal. <laughs> no. Planting churches. Getting involved. Doing the work of God. We are growing old. You, you close your eyes and open your 60 years. And you actually look back your children will ask you, when you were young, what did you do for God? You'll be scratching your head. That, oh, we tried. This is the time. Hallelujah. Say, this is my time. Now, we are getting there. Okay? We are getting there. And you see, uh -huh. so far as the Lord is with us, and I'm here, we, we will do it. Yeah, who do it? Great things. Yeah. No, I don't want us to grow old though. I want us to do whatever we have to do now. Young people, it's a wonder, it's marvelous. Young people doing things. You see, I see visions of young people holding crusades, like filling a crossport stadium. You see, these are the things that keep me not from sleeping. Young people preaching the gospel, filling their transport stadium. The gospel of our Lord Jesus, shaking our generation. But people must set their hearts. The Bible said they gave willingly, set their affection on the things of God. You know, getting to a place where the Holy Spirit told me when one day at missions that. If they need motivation to serve me, then they are still babies because babies that need motivation. So we get to a level where it's like you are giving because you just want to give. You need to give to the work of God. It's like you have gotten to that level. You are not giving to get all. Where God comes and sets your heart and says, no, God, I, I need to give for the furtherance of your work. I'm not playing games with you. I want to give. I just want to give. God is raising people. Hallelujah. 
And we are that people. We are imagining God is preparing a generation to take over and to build his kingdom. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Subscribe to Reverend Randy Impact on YouTube and all other digital platforms to receive more messages that will transform your life. Stay connected and prosper.